The year is now 2021. Five Dirty Bikers are back with Season 3, surely to be filled with more tomfoolery and debauchery. Looking to shock their listeners like a wet fart, Five Dirty Bikers are here to warp your minds with tainting wisecracks and maybe a little motorcycle knowledge. So sit back, grab yourself a warm cup of wiener water, and enjoy Episode 1, my friends. This is D. Attenborough wishing you all a new year of White Castle wishes and facepalm promises. Now, on with the show. Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Get back into life with Jerry Tall. <laughs> I need some of that fucking, what's that mind-boosting supplement everybody takes that's on the tv geritol no there's next gen or whatever it's called no that's no. for boners <laughs> <laughs> they plump when you cook them they do there. hey guys i have missed you all just so you know i know it's been a it's been Same. a minute it's been weird yes. not seeing y'all mike how you feeling man I'm feeling good. I feel a whole lot fucking wings. better. I ate some hot wings last night. Kicked my ass. I had indigestion and heartburn from eight o'clock until two o'clock this afternoon. That's not painful. Good. Painful. They asked me at work if I wanted to go home. That's making some moves right there. That's <laughs> that's no, when you bend I over had, and launch a turd like a potato cannon. <laughs> I've done had I've done had two doses of Pepto, uh, baking soda and water, Alka Seltzer. Hey Dustin. Yes, Mike. What in the name of a fellatio sandwich are we talking about tonight? Oh shit, eat a dick. That's that's wrong. <laughs> Some bitch looks like a corn dog. <laughs> wow. What are you gonna pick? Hot pocket. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. It is 2021, and we've missed the fuck out of y'all. Yes, we have. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> All right, Dustin. So, what are we talking about? So, Dakota Rider 95 in our Discord suggested a topic of. Of all the 50 states, most motorcycle ownership per capita. And then we'll expand on that to, I guess, what states have the most motorcycles registered in their state. Like, well, we may do a top five or 10 for that. Alaska. Love the way you're just shouting stuff out. Well, I'm just, I'm fucking reaching. I'm just throwing it out there. Wait a minute. What, what state per capita? So it is in the U.S. We are talking about U.S., right? Okay. Yes. Hawaii. Correct. <laughs> California. <laughs> no. I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe. I'm a hoe. Ho. I'm a hoe. Is close. Of, they got a lot of potatoes in Idaho, don't they? They do. So I believe Dustin has our statistics. Uh, Green Bay. Now again, this this study is seven years old, so bear with us here. It could have changed. Uh, maybe that not. Fuckers a relic. Yeah, in this day and age, yeah. So, uh, Tony, you shouted out California before. California. They're not number one, but they do have the most bikes 
registered in their state. They're number one for that. They're also the biggest state. All right. So, so I'm going to. There's really no surprise there. And I believe Mary State is number two for most bikes registered. Yeah. Everything I looked at, that's accurate. Yes. How many people live in Florida? A shit ton. Do you know the. That's population? under the age of 70. <laughs> exactly. That's the next <laughs> thing I was thinking. Because <laughs> we do have a lot of snowbirds. There's 100,000 under the age of 70. And there is. <laughs> 14.8 million 14 million above the age of 70 yes <laughs> i don't know how many people are in my state would you like me to google that no you just it doesn't drive matter. down through key west it just smells like blue hair <laughs> probably does mm, musky unshowered old people Ooh. Mm. <laughs> damn mike yee Mike's bringing the thunder from down under. Not yet. So we'll go ahead first, since each of us are from a different state, we'll go ahead and see where our states rank on here. Now, Tony, you live in the the great state of Kentucky. 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 Out, out of 51, this is counting district, uh, district of Columbia. You are 41. No, look at there. We're fucking rocking it. Kentucky. <laughs> Is 41. Kentucky is 41. Where's where's Florida? Number two. Number two. Mary's no. state, the state of Florida. The Now, I bet you half of those are those little fucking four-wheelers that the old people ride around on. No. <laughs> Florida those are golf carts. is number two for most motorcycles, Mary, but per capita, it's not. No, you're right in the middle of the pack. What is it per capita? You're in the middle of the pack at about 24. Wow, that's impressive. 18 million people. Almost almost 19 million people in the state of Florida. And uh, well over half a million have two wheels. It's that year-round riding. How about that that bullshit? Hmm. Mike. Yeah. You're in the land of make-believe. Canassus. Canassus, the Midwest, or Saznak, if you spell that backwards. Saznak, Mike, you are twenty sixth. There's a strip club named Saznak. Twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. There you go. Just two behind the state of Florida. Man, Ooh. there's a lot of there's a lot of Flint Hills and cows and. Rednecks with street glides out here in Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan in fucking North Pole isn't on here. Yeah, no. North Pole. There's a there's a one that's close to the North Pole. It's called North Dakota. Check that one. Oh, okay. Number six. Ooh. Number six. What what? Number <laughs> six. I'll tell you what, they might have them, but they're just looking at them in the garage. <laughs> Can't the ride number, that fucker in the crazy. North Pole. 30, 32,000 bikes for 674,000 people. Yep. That's crazy. People, important. People in North Dakota make too much goddamn money because you only get two months out of the year you ride your fucking motorcycles. <laughs> it's, it's cold. Truth. Yeah. Truth. See, me and the state of Illinois is 31. Huh. Wow. 
so who's who's number one in this study is why no <laughs> they do have the most motorboats, most motor boats motorboats they motorboat the most in hawaii <laughs> you motorboat motherfucker i like motorboating <laughs> now in this in this study it's south dakota and i think we all know why well yeah sturgis Ye old Sturges has probably has something a little bit to do with that. There's well, Alaska. Crazy. Alaska? Yeah, why not? They have tenth. Tenth? Tenth. Yeah. See, them motherfuckers, they coal riding, they get after it. With a population of seventeen thousand or seven hundred and fourteen thousand people in change, almost thirty one thousand had registered motorcycles in Wow. The top ten are all cold weather states by far. Now we're talking motorcycles, not snowmobiles, right? Exactly. This is motorcycle ownership. But but here's the thing, though. Out of those top 10, I understand that it's per capita, right? Mm -hmm. But out of those top 10, what is the actual population versus people in all the other states? Because, like, if you live in fucking North Dakota, there's not that many goddamn people in North Dakota. No, there. I mean, like like I said, it was six hundred thousand for thirty-two thousand, or yeah, six hundred seventy-four thousand people in North Dakota with thirty-two thousand bikes. But like, say, uh, look at Wisconsin's number four. They have five million people, three hundred and seventeen thousand bikes. So I mean, you know, that's that's legit. I mean, that's a lot for. Where's that? Our, South Dakota. Uh, that was um, Wisconsin. Is number four with. Five million, almost almost six million right. people, and three hundred thousand bikes. Milwaukee All these fucking is numbers huge. are making my head hurt. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know, like Dustin said, I mean, if you look at the top ten, South Dakota's number one, New Hampshire's number two, Iowa's number three, Wisconsin's number. Well, four. New Hampshire has six people. <laughs> one point three million people in, in in New Hampshire. Is there really? Because I mean, you could arch your back and piss over that state. You could. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, or if Wisconsin you rubbed four. it hard enough, you could get a girl to squirt all over it. Oh my God! Oh Here we Jesus! Go. Well, that North Dakota's six, Vermont seven, Montana's eight, Minnesota's nine, and Alaska's ten. Wow. Alaska is ten. No, I, I mean, think more. I think more recently, Montana moved to the number one spot. But I mean, who's the last? District who's of Columbia. Last. District of Columbia. If you count that as a, I mean, it's technically counted a state, but Mississippi is. Right above that. Mississippi? Mississippi. There's, there's a da- lot of damn S's in Mississippi. There sure is a lot of S's in Mississippi. <laughs> and a couple PPs. <laughs> and I think, uh, I mean, Saddle Tramp is doing his best to hold up the numbers there. I mean, I think he's got like. He's the nine, one. Eight or nine bikes. He's the one. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Huh. I would never would have thought that the northern states would be in the top five. So I remember when we kind of briefly touched on this with saddle tramp and, and I think he had something here that when he said, and, and I think it's, you know, has something to do with just having more opportunity to do stuff outside. But he said um, that the people in the cold weather environments take it more seriously because they have less time to ride. That makes sense. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. It's I mean, the people like Mary that can ride all year round, take it for granted. True. It is true. You know, I can go ride whenever I want. You're over there with fucking snow up to your nutsack. Farting icicles. 
nine months out of the year. Mm. And then when it finally thaws out, you're like, I'm going to fucking ride every day. That's right. That's right. I do remember, uh, it was, is not when I had my sports or the bike before that, when I had my, uh, Vulcan, I remember one summer I used it basically for commuting back and forth to work. And I remember, I think it was the month of July. Um, I never started my Tahoe once the entire month, month of July. I rode my bike every single day, including on the weekends and never started my Tahoe for a month. Just sat in my, oh, shit. yeah. So, I mean, that, there, there is some truth to it. I mean, in the summertime when I can ride, if I'm commuting to work, there's lots of times I, I commute every single day. Well, makes sense. Yeah, there you just, go. You just jones hard. Cause I remember the first year I, was, I bought my sports, I was riding and it was like 34 degrees. I was like, I, I got to do it. I know, I gotta, man. I got to do it. Yeah. I, I did the same thing when I got that sporty. I was like, fuck the weather. I'm out. And then after a few weeks of that, I was like, fuck the weather. I'm staying in. <laughs> well, I think it's funny because I, I'm super predictable when it comes to this. In the spring, I'll ride as soon as the, as soon as the roads are clear that I can ride. But in the fall, after I've ridden all year or, you know, all summer long in the warm weather, when it starts to get cold in the fall, it's 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 harder to ride because it just feels colder for some reason because you just came off of the warm weather rather than going into it. So I don't yeah. know. Wait. Well, you know, like in our Discord, in our FDB podcast questions, that leads into basically another statement slash, slash question that when Road Therapy put in there, um, she said, good topic would be quality versus quantity, was recently in a conversation with a rider from South Dakota who wanted more riding time, Um said like you would suppose someone living in florida would have so now it is pretty here in florida and now is the riding season but florida in the summer is unbearable in a helmet whereas south dakota colorado has a shorter riding season but absolutely beautiful so quality versus quantity mm-hmm. hmm. well i think and i think that's a legitimate argument because what you in the summertime you're like you know 110 degrees with 98 percent humidity your, your brain's baking in a helmet. You know, we get five days a summer when, when legitimately it feels like it's too hot to, to ride, but I mean, days of summer, isn't that a boy band? (laughs) (laughs) I think it was a song five days of summer. It was done by the Jonas brothers (laughs) or NKOTB. Ooh. I mean, she is right in the summertime. It is. It's blazing hot, and when you have to wear a helmet, you know, especially if you're at a stop, like traffic light after traffic light, oh, yeah, it can get unbearable. You don't get that with a dirt bike helmet. That is true. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of ventilation, a lot of air. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you can ride ride in the back after all of us have White Castles at MMM. Yeah. You'll get everything. You'll get all the good air. (laughs) Mm, Hey, I'll I'll do it. I don't care. Why does my helmet smell like shit? (laughs) (laughs) So, Mary, coming from a warm weather environment, do you ride more in in the wintertime than you do in the summertime? No, because I'm a true Floridian and I like it when it's baking hot. So. (laughs) Okay. I just, I don't wear, I wear like tank tops and stuff, which I know is a big no-no. I don't gear up. I, I ride in t-shirts, you know, not sound like a little bitch, but <laughs> the, the real hot days, they're, they're just as bad as the real cold days when it comes to riding. 
I'll have to agree. Yep. You know, Tony rides around in slides and socks. Man, I'll go out there <laughs> in a, a pair scooter. of flip flops and some shorts. Mm. I'm not afraid. Yeah, you know, I think it's I think it's really funny because I I am one of those people that's much more affected by cold cold weather fatigue than I am warm weather fatigue when I'm riding. Um, on the, in the warm weather and it's real hot, you can as long as you're moving, you're fine. Mm-hmm. It's when you're you're in that stop and go bullshit is when it gets unbearable. And yeah. when we came back from the first Midwest Moto Meetup, it was probably. 96 when we were going through south dakota no protection every time we stopped at gas i took my uh bandana and i soaked it in water and i just uh tied it around my neck and you'd be surprised at how cool you actually do feel when you soak a bandana around your neck and put it you know it's cooling it's cooling you and all that blood that's flowing into your brain what you should try next time is you soak it and then wrap it around your nutsack there's there's some truth to that too (laughs) and see how see how fast you cool down yeah hanging around that brain yeah hanging around that brain my my buddy used to ride in arizona he lived in he's a um he's a motorcycle mechanic for harley in ventura california or not ventura he's in uh um, like Van Nuys or someplace like that right now in California, but he, he was in Arizona for a while and he bought an ice vest and you fill those things with water and you put them on underneath your shirt or your vest and uh, you freeze them and you put them on. And he said, so when you're riding in Arizona, when it's, you know, 115 degrees, he said, you feel perfectly comfortable. You just feel like you're carrying 600 pounds of water. Yeah. Well, they're not that thick. And your nipples could cut diamonds. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Hey, hey, so you you did, so you took your bandana and dipped it in water and wrapped it around your head and it kept you cool. My, I put it, I would put it around my neck, actually. I am thoroughly impressed because I have never seen someone riding a fucking Harley Davidson that their bandana was never in ever anywhere else other than their back pocket you know they always got the bandana in the back pocket hanging out you know well, that's that's you know it's there for a reason i actually, sort of like the guys in prison who wear their pants halfway down that's an invitation yeah, yeah. no that's a yeah. that's the invitation that's exposing your prison wallet that's right <laughs> that's a that's sell, that's selling your wares on the market yeah that's that's your prison bank it's open for deposits <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I actually, uh, I, for me, bandanas have always been like something that was functional. So, um, I also would use them underneath my helmet, but I would put them over top of my ears to, uh, prevent like getting any, um, sores on my ears from taking your helmet on and off and on and off multiple times. I found that to be pretty effective too. Look at the big brain huh. on Ryan. Multiple use. Yeah. You need but to write I, a book. But that's the, that's the other thing you can do is you can, you know, you can wet that one that goes inside your helmet when it's really hot like that too, because that shit bakes your brain too. So it gets warm. It's hot. Gets so, hot. On that, so on that topic of quantity, quantity versus quality, that is that like the quality of the type of ride you're doing that day? I mean, that could be like instead of just, a lot of shit instead of just doing a, I think that's what the, I think that's what it was. The quality of riding and your scenery and your, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it take if it's taking Fatagui into account or not. <laughs> I had to think about that a minute. I was like, taking what? Fatagui. Get Fatagui. Some under cheese. 
Sounds like a porno. <laughs> God. So I'm Amanda, trying to reread what? what she wrote so I, like I can understand what the but question yeah, like if was. you live in if you live in Florida, you can ride year round. But is Florida the same type of riding quality as what you would find in North no. Dakota? I mean, you, there's different scenery and different seasons and different. I mean, I guess it's in the eye of the beer holder. <laughs> I, I agree. I think it's all what you're what you're into. But, you know, Florida, especially where I was from down in the south, the southern end, it's a fucking grid. I mean, there's no back roads or windy roads. It's a fucking it's a grid. In South yeah. Florida, there's a grid. There's some back, yeah. lots of back roads where I live, though. Thank goodness. Yeah, no, I live I on, think, on the grid. I think what she's asking and I'm not sure, but say, for instance, I can ride all year round if I want to, but do I, you know, living in an, in an environment where you can ride all year around, do you take advantage of that? I'm going to say, no, we take it for granted. Just like, you know, Ryan said earlier, we do, we take it for granted. But anybody can ride year round. It's just depending on what your comfort level would be. Yeah. But I haven't ridden any this winter. Yeah, I haven't. I, I, I'm lying. I rode the week before Christmas. We had a, like a 55 degree day, and I went out. I had COVID. Yeah, I didn't ride long, but I did go out. I like how you're like we had a 55 degree day. Yeah, sucked, man, it was 55, it. and the fucking sun was out. I was like, I'm I'm taking a bike out. Okay, so is beautiful. did you did did you get all wrapped up and wear your leathers, Tony, when it was 55? No. I put on a hoodie and headed out. <laughs> That's why he was cold, Ryan. Uh, I guess so. Yeah. I rode the week after Christmas in 50-degree weather. I have a hard yeah. time Damn. wearing all that shit. Don't, don't you wear all, you got leathers and shit, Mary, or you just, I do. I have like a full set of chaps, but I've only worn them once, but I prefer my half chaps because when you're sitting on the motorcycle, your knees are up anyway. So it blocks what it needs to block. But, um, yeah, I layered up. I had on, um, a long sleeve shirt, a short sleeve shirt, um, my hoodie, which I probably should have worn my leather jacket. And then I had my vest over that, but yeah, I rode, it was like 53 degrees. I think when I left and I rode an hour without stopping, no gloves, I didn't do the glove thing. I do wear gloves. But being the fashion dynamo that I am, <laughs> you know, I, it's the same T-shirt all year round, and I just switch the jeans for shorts when it warms up. I mean. Do you really I, ride in shorts? No, I won't ride in shorts. So I'll put on jeans. But I, I don't. When I suit up and shit, I, I, it's just not comfortable when I'm riding. The reason I haven't ridden all winter is because it takes me 20 fucking minutes to put on all my gear. Yeah, see, I ain't doing that. And then I got to go out and ride, and I'm only going to be able to go out and ride for probably 30 or 45 minutes. And then there's another 20 minutes or 10 minutes at least of taking gear back off and making yeah, sure I yeah, got no. everything and all that. It's like, fuck that. Anything that <laughs> takes preparation and time, I'm not doing it. <laughs> well i mean your your hemorrhoids do sorry dear i'm not doing it too no, much I'm preparation not, in time too much fucking work man i'm not gonna do it, it tony has his wife put the t- 
Tony has his wife put the suppositories in. (laughs) (laughs) Two pumps and a twist. (laughs) Two pumps and a twist. But no, really, if I have to go upstairs and change all my clothes and put all this special shit on to go out and ride a motorcycle, I'm I'm not riding. Nope. But that's the reason I have a dirt bike, though, is because it's easy to load up in my truck and go somewhere warm. You know, you know what I look at it as? I look at it as like the build up to the ride. I'm going to get my stuff on. Get, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, like, I'm getting in like a, I don't know, like a, like a different frame of mind when I get ready to go out, you know? Um, I go outside. I put my vans on my helmet and start my motorcycle and I'm gone. <laughs> I don't want to have to think about it. So that's Ryan's foreplay is like yeah. getting dressed and getting ready to go. That's <laughs> on Barry White and throws his chaps on. That's right. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a two minute man. I just go out there and get on the bike and like, damn, it's cold and go back inside. I've done that too. <laughs> I've gotten to the end of the end of the neighborhood and went, fuck this. <laughs> you turn going right back to the house it's, it's fine when you're sitting still yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. you gotta deduct 20 degrees when you're the build up exactly. the build up to that the build up to that ride is like oh this is gonna be so good oh it's gonna be so good 35 seconds oh it's a toe curler <laughs> <laughs> some pictures this ride sucks i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> now there's a there is a motorcycle wind chill chart that you can check out online mm-hmm. that is pretty interesting. Uh, let me let me look at this. I haven't looked at this thing in a minute. Mary's anti windshield. I am anti windshield. You gotta I try another windshield. one, Jerry. Oh, fuck, I, Jerry. You gotta try another one, Mary. I'm telling you, it, which one? Did I was anti windshield too. I was. I have I'm a Memphis believing. shades back there in the box that I need to. Probably well, is it a throw on a, and try is again? It, is it a road warrior? Is it a bullet? What what kind is it? Um, you would ask me. It's been like years since I've had it on there, Dustin. Yeah, I like rode with it three one. times. Is it is it a tall windshield? Is it short? It's like shorter. I can't remember. Yeah, what you it's need called. a you need a taller one. I'll tell you what. Well, I'm a firm believer in them thing. now. Yeah, you can if you get. You got to look through them. Yeah, if you get a clear one, they're fine. Yeah. <sighs> I'll tell you, it's a game changer. So when you're talking about this windshield chart, Mary, you do like 80 oh, down down the back roads, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I was running 70 consistently. Okay, so 70 degrees and it was, what was the temperature you are talking about? 53. So it would have been about 45 degree wind chill. Yeah. Basically what you're going through at that temperature yeah. and that speed. Yeah. But you you add I mean you you kind of subtract around ten to fifteen degrees. Yeah. So when I went out and was commuting to work in thirty four degrees, it probably felt like it was in the teens. Yeah, sure. exactly. Because I know I think the more it goes down, the colder it gets. Exactly. Like the more you more, more dra- yeah more drastically. It usually mm-hmm. happens. The more it goes down, the colder it gets. Well, Mary, yeah. have you ever? Well, when you when you go to your you, you've round upon right turtle head. How, yeah. how far is your mom's from your house? Uh, my mom's is 50 minutes from, tr- oh. well, from Trenton, from my new house, it's an hour. Okay. So is is that about the longest ride you've done or have you done three, four, five hours on your bike at a time? Oh, no, no, no. I, like the longest ride I've done is about 300 miles. Okay. <clears throat> I will just say from a, 
long distance rider perspective, the biggest benefit of any type of windshield, you know, you, you haven't gotten past your, if you were getting a lot of turbulence, your shield probably wasn't set correctly, but what it does is it pretty much eliminates wind fatigue. So when you go 70, 80 miles an hour on your bike, do you feel like you're hanging on for dear life? Not really. Okay. Cause, cause some, I know some people do feel like I, that, do. That, that I catch the fucking wind like a bat wing. <laughs> right. Right. So they feel like they're being pushed right off the back of the bike. And what it does is it allows you to completely relax. Your entire upper body is relaxed when there's mm-hmm. no wind hitting it. And so all yeah. you're doing is just resting your hands on your, your handlebars because that wind isn't pushing you back like a sail. If yeah. that makes sense. You know what yeah. I mean? No, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Brian, Cause it, it shouldn't be shaking the front of your that? bike. Did somebody shit their pants? I, I think tr- that was somebody going by bulldogging. Hey, oh. Ryan, you might need to check. I think one of your daughters has a Ricola horn. <laughs> <laughs> they might. It is flu season. Ricola. Ricola. No, Ryan, getting back to what you're talking about with, with the fatigue and everything, I felt that in a big way when I first bought my bike because that little fairing that comes on the sport glide is pretty much shit. That is right. not a fairing. It's a fucking for looks. No, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking for looks. It it is a look. It's just to make the bike look different. I totally agree. But I noticed when I upgraded to the Memphis shades, especially because I had the bullet fairing and that pretty much took the wind off up to my eye, my eyebrow level. So I still getting it at the top of my head. But when I, when I went out for the first, no, 200 mile day, the day after I got that bike, I felt like I, I, I'd been in a boxing match with Tyson, especially my head and my neck because right. I'm, you know, the river road's windy. Right. It just is. And that's, that's, we went down that for that, for that day of riding. But when I got the Memphis shades and heck, I rode it back and forth, you know, 600 miles total plus what we were in Kentucky. And I felt great. That ride, if you'd have felt like you'd been fighting Mike Dyson, that would have been ludicrous. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if the windshield's not right and you get that buffeting, you're fucked. You're fucking head just fucking bouncing around all over the place. You can't you can't see it vibrate your head. It will. You You can't see shit. Shove down your throat. Let me ask you guys too. You know, like we got the like the the, the four of us. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Hey. What does Mike Tyson say when he plays with dolls? Oh, this is going to be a bad joke here. I can already tell you. <laughs> what does he say, Mike? I can't wait. He says, okay, Keith. It's <laughs> <laughs> a premium bad joke. <laughs> okay, Keith. Oh, Mike for the win. That's the best one all day. <laughs> okay, Keith. Keith. I'm going to need you to Keith. <laughs> Well, that tickled Ryan. No, oh, I did. Yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> that, so, hit me, that hit me in the feet. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, Dustin? Well, um, this is for the, the, the four of us guys here, because Mary can ride year-round. When you have that four or five-month delay in your riding schedule, you know, in your riding year, do you feel when you take that first ride out, in the spring or whatever, it's like Christmas morning. 
Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy the first ride, but I'll tell you what, I also feel rusty when I get on it. Do you? Yeah. I feel like I need, I need to get the feels back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I generally have to go to a parking lot and ride around for a minute. <laughs> I, I don't know if you, I think you've said this the other day, Tony, when you went on your bike and you were like, you know, that thing just about tore your, tore your pants off. Every time I get on my bike in the spring, that first ride, the first time I really like crack the throttle, I feel like I'm on a rocket ship. I feel like it's like really fast, even though it's not, it's just, you haven't been on it in a while. You haven't experienced that, like that feeling again. And, yeah. uh, and, and I like just, I agree with Tony. Like I feel, I feel rusty and I haven't done like Mike, Mike's probably got it right. Go to a parking lot and just, you know, like practice some slow maneuvers and get your, you know, kind of get your feet wet. I haven't done that. But I have, you know, felt like, okay, I need to like really be focused on riding for that first ride because I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. You know, I, I'm, I'm not really connected to my bike. Yeah. 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 I about I, seriously, I, I, whenever I start riding in the spring after a long stint of not riding, I experience a couple of days of, oh shit, I about dropped it oh shit i about dropped it just because it's you just got to get your timing and balance and all that shit work back up again i i will tell you though and, and this is uh this is straight up honest the last two winters and i'm including this winter last winter and this winter um that feeling of missing missing riding has not been nearly as bad being involved with the podcast and doing yeah. content creation and that kind of stuff has drastically reduced my like seasonal affective disorder or whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, that, that feeling like I just have to get on my bike, mm -hmm. this kind of thing has really diminished that a lot, being able to talk about it and hang out with like-minded people and, you know, being involved in this podcast, that's changed it significantly for me. Yeah. And fall, I don't know about everybody else, but I know fall stuck around, stuck around for a little longer this year than normal. It really did. It was warmer, warmer for a longer time in the fall than it has been for God, as far as I can remember. Yeah. And we had a, we've had a really mild winter. We've only had two days, maybe this whole winter that has been below zero during the day. Our winter has been amazingly good. Hmm. Hold on. We've <laughs> 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 only had a few days below zero. So it's been amazingly good. Probably only two days. Yeah. I mean, so I think it was two years ago. We had 29 straight days that it never even reached zero. That is insane. That was yeah. two you need ago, to call a real estate agent immediately. <laughs> <laughs> this winter, it was 34 today. It was beautiful. You're out grilling wieners in your, in your underwear. Yeah, yeah, no, really. We cook on the grill. I've cooked on the Jitter's grill. When it's, when it's, when it's, <laughs> No, it's, it's been a really nice winter. We have, we have, uh, less snow than, um, Heather Motoblonde, who's in our discord and, and a Patreon member. They have more snow than we do. We've only had probably two times that it snowed all winter. I mean, she's in, she's in upstate New York, right? She is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or like what, like the Buffalo so area or the people I'm that aren't sure. in our discord, Ryan, how much is it to join? Our discord is fucking free. Yep. There you go. Hey. All right. It don't cost a it don't cost a goddamn dime. 
Not a dime. It's fucking free. So if you're not on our discord, get your asses out, join the discord and become a part of the amazing community that we have going on there. Not only do we have a great community, we have a mental health channel for those of you that want to get involved with a mental health check-in. Um, we have that and we are still um, doing our mentor program. So we have a list of people on there that um, you can connect with. If you're looking for somebody to help you mentor, if you're a new rider or you're um, wanting to buy a new bike and you're you know new at that, or you have reservations, or if you don't have a bike at all and you want to join the community and you want to get involved, there's uh, our mentorship program that's out there too. So get on the five duty bikers discord and uh, find a place in that community that you belong. Man, There's a I link on the website that'll take you right to it. It'll get you in. Like Speaking, speaking of website. Oh, Porn yeah. Hub. Hell what? yeah. Porn We're hub. not talking about RedTube, Mary. <laughs> no, I'm talking about our new website that Dustin revamped and did a friggin' amazing job on. It's, it's yeah, he fucking did. Cool. Thank you. So what's what's that website? Dustin five dirty bikers.com got a little facelift. So go check it out. Everybody. If you haven't yet, uh, you don't have to pay to get in there either. You don't, but when you go there, buy a fucking shirt (laughs) or two or two, we still have shirts for sale. You guys can go to the merch page on the website. We still have shirts and stickers for sale. And I would say that, that our shirt design is getting ready to run out, isn't it? We'll probably do that shirt design for another month and then it will disappear. We need a black one picture. with red. I like it. So with our 2021 changes, we have a new website. We have a shirt design that's going to be out there for a little while. And we have some revamped um tiers on our patreon so mary do you want to talk a little bit about our revamped tiers on our patreon i sure will um so before we only had two levels um with our patreon we had friends and then we had fanatics but we have added two more tiers we have added fabulous furkers for 15 dollars a month or miraculous merkins for 20 dollars a month um, of course, each tier you get added benefits. Um, some of those benefits include access to our Zoom on the third Wednesday of each month before the podcast. If you are a miraculous Merkin, um, you get to hang out behind the scenes while we record on that third Wednesday of the month. Um, we've also added benefits um, for free t shirts, free sticker packs, things like that. Um, and a free Merkin. <laughs> so, yes, you heard but, me correctly. A free Merkin. Miraculous Merkin is registered trademark of Wet Banana Inc. <laughs> <laughs> so, and with We're going to do being, the Abe Lincoln Merkin where it's just nuts. <laughs> and a top hat. And a top hat. <laughs> with that being said, when I set up these new tiers and set up our 15 and our $20 um, tiers, I... I have to be honest. I was like, I'm not sure if anybody's going to sign up for these or not, but we have six miraculous Merkins and part of their perks and benefits is a weekly shout out on our podcast. So I'm going to shout out those six right now. We have Matt Garlock, Kenneth Rystad, Andrew, is it Jerkic, Yerkic? We've discussed this before and we're just going to just keep slaughtering your name, Andrew. 
Philip Renald, um, Matt Smith, and Vivolts. Walter. Walter. Oh, wait, you, you missed one. Who did, did you, I miss? Did you get Kenny? Kenny Reistead. He, he went to. Yeah, I said Kenneth Reistead. Oh, Kenny? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. And not in, in addition to that, we also have a new. What do you know about that? So you did you did mention uh, uh, Matt Garlock, who became our first twenty dollar miraculous merkin. And then yes, I did. Our, he was our of, very first twenty dollar. Yep, yep, and then a bunch of our our previous patrons or patrons uh, moved into the twenty dollar range, and then yeah. we have a new patron member this month, uh, Moto Mortician, and they are in the fabulous Furkers. So yeah, and um, we had quite a few people. Um, that went from our $5 to our $10 tier. So guys, thank you so much. I mean, every little bit helps and counts and we appreciate it so, so very much. It helps us to keep doing what we're doing. It helps us to put new merch out. It helps us to pay our monthly fees for our websites and so forth. So. And while we're talking about stuff like this, we're going to do a little MMM thing. Guys, we are working on this. And as soon as we feel like we can put a legitimate date out there, we will let everyone know. I can but, tell uh, you a legitimate fact. If you're a miraculous merkin, I'll give you a free tea bag at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's going to be the wet banana tea bag stand. Yeah. Bring your um, glasses. We will put it. We will put it on our Discord. We will put it on our website. We will put it on all of our social medias. You will know as soon as we decide on a date and pick a date. We will put it out there so that everybody knows and is aware and can save the spot on their calendar. Yes, and we're not just, just going to throw it up at you in two weeks and it be a two week notice and hey, you got to take off and do all that. We just no. you, you will have sufficient notice. Scheduled has to be scheduled. So there we go. All right. Yeah. So we got those new stickers. We got those new stickers, which they it looks like they turned out really good. Ooh, yes, our new good. Patreon stickers are amazing. So everybody was sent those. Yes. So I have sent out our new Patreon only stickers. If you are a Patreon member, you are getting a new sticker. It is um, what is that shining? It's like iridescent. There we go. It's like a hologram. It's iridescent and it says Patreon member, five dirty bikers, Patreon members. And those are special stickers just for you guys that support us. And so, yes, each one of you I sent, doesn't matter what tier you are, you got one of the brand new five dirty biker stickers and you got one of the new Patreon stickers. Um, Some of you in the higher levels also got a sticker pack as well. So, and most of those went out this week. So you should be getting those really soon. Did we uh, make mention that um, all of our February Patreon dollars are going to the Forgotten Angels charity? No, we, we, we did just not. Did times, but I think we need to re-up this yeah, because it's, so, it's a big deal. Right. So for those of you that don't know, um, we are also going to do our own 5 Dirty Bikers give back. 
So if you're interested in becoming a patron and you want to know one of the things that we're going to be doing is we have committed to giving all of our February dollars. That's 100% of our February dollars that we raise on patron to the Forgotten Angels charity. Um, And for those of you that don't know, the Forgotten Angels charity is a charity set up and it's Forgotten Angels of Tampa. I should I should clarify that. Uh, And that's in Tampa, Florida. Um, The Forgotten Angels charity is set up so that um, it provides a place for young men that have aged out of the foster care system. So when you turn 18 and you're in the foster care system, you're essentially uh, put out of the put out of the system. You're you're out on your own, and the Forgotten Angels will snatch you up. They'll bring you uh, to their to their kind of place that they have set up. They put you up and give you a place to live. They're going to teach you some life skills. They're going to help you learn a trade. Um, they're going to set you up for life success. And um, our good friend of our podcast, Jared Weems, who has built a amazing motorcycle, um, the David Mann replica bike is raffling that bike off and he's giving 100% of the proceeds from that raffle to the Forgotten Angels charity. And so to continue the give back, um, we are going to be doing that here on the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. So if you don't want to be a monthly patron member, but you do want to contribute to what we're doing, you can always send a flat donation to our um, PayPal account at info at five bikers.com. And um, you can just, you know, put in the notes in there that you want this to go to the forgotten angels charity. And we'll make sure that money gets included too. Or you can go to Weems moto. What is it? Weems moto co. Um, and buy yourself a $25 raffle ticket for that bike. Yeah. I think he said he's raised over like 40,000. Yeah. I think he was at 43,000 at last count. That's unbelievable. Jared, Bravo, dude. Yeah, yeah, good job, Jared. A lot of work went into the bike and the and the raffle. So he's put he's put a lot of time in that. Bike's and legit, man. It's won awards. It's yeah, won a ton of awards. He's I think he's won nearly every show he's entered it in. And and he's going all over the country with that bike. He is bringing it to every single event that he has an opportunity to bring it to. He was going to go all the way across uh, all the way across the country with with that bike to um hand built uh there there was tons of shows he was bringing it to covid did kind of interrupt that process significantly for him but he's bringing it to every show that he possibly can and bike nights i know in florida he's bringing it to and and uh, getting it getting that message out there um as much as he can uh, it's a charity that jared feels very strong about and and believes in and and he really wants to give back as much as he can so we want to support that we support jared and, and if you guys want to support it too please 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 we implore you um, become a patron if you don't want to do that send a flat donation because we will make sure that money gets to the forgotten angels charity and to jared weems far out far out man fucking a <coughs> speaking of Hanging on to it tight and purple tips. Oh. Hey, guess what time it is? Time is it, Mike? Borkin time? All right. All right, all right, all right. It's time for Word of the Day. And now it's time for... The Whip Banana Mono Word of the Day. It's like jet fuel for your mind. The word of the day is 
hobbled hoa. <laughs> hobbled ho what? Why? Why? Why would you hobble a hoe? Why was that hoe hobbling? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Must have been rough. It was doll. It was nickel night. <laughs> Break her off something strong. (laughs) Cracking that. Cracking that ass. Hey, you know how to make a hormone? Don't pay her. (laughs) A brick. (laughs) Spelling. If you cover her mouth, it sounds like a mumbling moan anyway. Oh my God. Now we're going to jail. That's one thing you'll never hear a horse say. Let's kith. <laughs> it just sounds like this, Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Uh, this is not spelling. Good. This can't make the podcast. <laughs> spelling would be H-A dash B upside down E L dash D E E. Dash H O Y. Staticals. Yeah. Yeah. Why? She might have got it in her butt. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the old Texas lane change. So, so, what I was just thinking, oh God, yes. So, hobbledy ho. It reminds me of Heidi Ho, neighbor, Tim the Tool Man. Oh, hey. Hobbledy ho, neighbor. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. uses a Texas lane change all the time. Oh, it's hobbled. Oh, Lord. Hobbled ho, why? He's a freak. <laughs> the guy next door, I bet he's got all the toys. Uh, That's why he only oh. peeked half his face over, because he's probably wearing one fucking ball gag. <laughs> Get the gimp. <laughs> hey, he's asleep. Wilson, Wilson's like one of them insta hoes. He just shows the eye side of his face, though. <laughs> Did they ever go over to his house? Yes. Did they, did no. they go over? Did and they? Like he, he still had his shit covered the whole time? Yes. Wow. He would talk behind something, like a piece of paper or a newspaper or something like that. Uh, well, that's something right there. Horse staticals would be <laughs> ha bashwal de ho we ha bashwal de hoy. Sound like a pirate. <laughs> I know. Not pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like she had her mouth full of something. No, oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. I know. Most of the time, <laughs> there's treasure in that booty. Mm. <laughs> it's funny because I just watched the Goodies last night. <laughs> mm. Well, I bet you Chunk could make a hobbled hoy. Duffel butter shuffle. <laughs> Oh my god. Ooh, a truffle butter shuffle. Man. Sounds like a new TikTok dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where you're trying not to get it everywhere. <laughs> On the way to the bathroom to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that shit end up on my shoulder? <laughs> What's running down my leg right now? We cannot put this in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can. No, we can't. <laughs> it's a it's a noun. It comes from <laughs> unknown mid-16th century. So you're right. It was, it was probably a pirate. 
pirate. Yeah. First in place or second? <laughs> what I willy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure it's not my hiney ho? <laughs> 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 R with the booty. <laughs> Walk my plank. <laughs> she asked him where his buccaneer was, and he said, on the side of my bucking head. <laughs> uh, definition would be a clumsy or awkward youth. Hobbled hoa. That's bad. It was awkward, all right. It was. Uh, Hey, Tony. Yes. Would you like to hear hobbled ho-why in a sentence? Yes, I would. Examples of hobbled ho-why in a sentence. I felt like a real hobbled ho-why at my first job. <laughs> what kind of job was that? Getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> It was a janitor at the Glory Hall house. Yes. <laughs> Every time I paint these. Yeah, the, the <laughs> mater. You paint the walls white and it's always yellow around the holes. It's crazy. God damn. <laughs> Second example of hobbled ho in a sentence. Now that Jennifer's braces were off. She was ready to leave her days of being a hobbled hoe behind. I just pissed myself. I'm not. I'm not even going to touch that one. <laughs> mm. oh. Brace is like a meat tenderizer. Mm. Damn it! There's a new yeah. opening. I think Brian literally peed his pants. I think he, <laughs> he did. did too. He had Either to that or off. shit himself. <laughs> I wonder if he knows it's not uncommon to squirt after you have children. Oh my God. <laughs> Mike has a squirting fetish. I do. I like it. <laughs> not in my mouth. Oh, Jesus. Where in the hell? The man's got a bladder like a pee. He said he pissed himself. He literally pissed himself. Did you piss yourself? Almost. <laughs> Literally almost. And that has been the word of the day. <laughs> hey, it's not uncommon to squirt a little after you've had children, right? That's what I hear. Yeah. That's what I hear. All right. Well, it's good to be back. 2021 off with a bang. It's it's so good to do this again after a couple of weeks off. You guys... Thank you so much for listening, like you do every week when we have a podcast out. Until next time, what do we need to do, Mike? Keep it dirty. <laughs>